Skills in the Key of Life, a podcast series and program that will guide you on your journey so that you may lead an extraordinary life. Welcome to Skills in the Key of Life podcasts. This is episode number three. Today we're going to follow up from our previous episode where we talked about freedom of choice. Today we're going to discuss responsibility. From last week's episode when we talked about freedom of choice being one of humankind's greatest gifts, we have to then look sequentially at what would follow up from the freedom of choice. And that would be responsibility, our own personal responsibility. So what are some of the characteristics that make up responsibility? I know for myself, like many out there, I do fall off track from time to time. I know that I sometimes put too much into my schedule and that for things that I really do need to take care of, they sometimes get pushed back and or somehow procrastinated upon because I just can't fit them into my time slot. So for myself, the essence of responsibility means that I say what I mean and that I do what I say. I think one of the most destructive things that we can do in a relationship is to make and break a promise or a commitment to somebody else. Speaking for myself, of course, again, I know that anything that I have committed to in my past that I was unable to fulfill certainly not only hurt that relationship with the individual, but it also hurt myself. To further clarify that, what I mean is that it's our promises to children that are broken that sometimes can have the greatest consequences on us. Speaking for myself, of course, I know that there was a couple of promises that I had made to my son when he was younger that I was unable to fulfill. Now, there was some rational reasons behind it, work schedules, life, busyness, and of course, making a commitment to somebody that you're really not paying too much attention to But in order to get away from that situation, you'll just easily say, sure, I'll do that for you, or yes, I'll get that, or I make a promise. Of course, dealing with the repercussions of that for a child is certainly detrimental in my opinion. Many kids look at an adult figure, especially a parent figure, as a guidance and a guidepost, and all standards are set by that individual. Now, with that being said, let's take a look at the word responsibility and what are some of the characteristics that may apply to us. Of course, coming back to the word responsibility and promises, if we agree to do something, we just have to do it. Keep a promise. Say what you mean and then do what you say. Letting people down, family, friends, colleagues, they will start losing trust in you. And that creates a whole different dynamic with a relationship. I often use the metaphor that was shared by Dr. Stephen Covey of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where he discussed the concept of an emotional bank account. Now, in the content of the emotional bank account, just like a regular bank, we have withdrawals and we have deposits, and we have negative balances and we have positive balances. Now, a deposit is dependent on what that individual sees as a deposit. Because for you and I, I may see a deposit and you may see that as a withdrawal and vice versa. So it's important to understand truly what is a deposit to an individual. For some people, it can just be something as simple as a kind act, a nice word, or again, following through with a promise that you make to them. A withdrawal then may also be the opposite of that, and that would be an unkind word, not following through something and breaking a promise. 
So again, we agree to do something, we need to just do it. We need to make a promise and follow through with it, or we need to say, no, we cannot do that at this time, or no, I cannot make that promise for you. One of the key points here is that we need to be consistent in what we do. Like that bank account, it's a consistent deposit with individuals that builds that account for us. One of the attributes about having a large deposit in someone's account is that if you do break a promise or if you're unable to fulfill something for whatever reason, you can draw upon that. It is when we have the repetitive cycle of breaking promises and not following through that we create the negative balances for somebody else. And it is those negative balances that create all the hardships of a relationship as well as the difficulties in building or rebuilding trust. Another characteristic is that we should never place blame on somebody else. Taking responsibility for our own behaviors and our own actions, to own up to our own mistakes, is truly what can define our character. By doing this, we're actually giving the world the message that we are in control of our own lives. We are making our own decisions, both good and bad, and we are living up to either one of those. We're dealing with our mistakes and we're moving forward with our progress for all the things that we do right. Let's face it, life is not fair. It never will be. But our ability to respond to what happens in life truly is the defining moment of whether we're going to go in one direction or another. Another characteristic is that we should not be complainers. Now, outside of just the general negative talk, one of the big issues that I see in today's society is how we've taken the word gossip and have created this new culture. A new reality show, new TV shows, and the way that our public sees the term gossip to defame somebody else's character or to talk badly about somebody if they are not present. Of course, the golden rule is that you should always be loyal to the person who is not present because you would anticipate that if you were not present, you would hope that individual would certainly have your back. Another characteristic would certainly be that we don't ever give an excuse of why you couldn't do something. The truth is, is that we all have reasons for things that we can't do. Again, this comes back down to our earlier discussion about promises. But there are certainly things that we have to take care of in our lives that don't necessarily get done in a maybe in a timely manner. This could be personal and or work related. The point is, is that to give an excuse is to make a rationalization to what it is that we were doing or not doing. At the end of the day, it is just to take care of what it is that we have to be responsible for. We should also always be upfront with any of those mistakes that we do make. Again, going back to the earlier statement about taking ownership, if we do something wrong, we admit it and then we correct it. In addition, we have to understand that there are things that will happen to us that we have no control over. There are things that we have influence over and there are many things that we have no influence over. And the things that we spend too much time with that we don't have control take up way too much of our energy. To be responsible is to understand and to know what you do not have control over and to move on from it. We also have to be somebody that someone else can count on. Like our discussion on promises where we make and keep promises, it's very important that we can be that person where somebody can feel confident that if something was to go wrong, that we have their back. And of course we can't have their back if we don't take care of ourselves. Before we can do anything, we first must take care of our own selves. It is making and keeping promises to ourselves and our own well-being that will allow us to be that person who can be responsible for others. Now, understanding those characteristics, I believe that there are four ideas that really truly resonate when it comes to being able to project and be that person going forward, to be that really responsible individual. 
Now that we discussed some characteristics, I'd like to propose an idea as far as how can we mold and shape our responsibility going forward. And this idea comes in four principles. Basically, it's coming from an idea, a concept from Mr. Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote the book, The Four Agreements. And these four agreements are basically life principles. I can say from a personal level that by following these four agreements or principles to the best of my ability, I have certainly seen great change in my life. I have also shared these ideas with many groups as well as some clients that I work with, and they too have reported back that they have certainly made significant changes in their lives by just trying to follow within the ideal of these four principles. Now these four principles certainly sound almost innate in part of our human condition. And I truly believe that's probably why they work so well is because somewhere deep down inside, I feel that we probably each and everyone in our soul have an idea of how we should live by these principles. So here are the four agreements. The first is that we are impeccable to our word. That is that we speak with integrity. We say only what we mean. We avoid using other words and speak against ourselves or gossip as we had discussed earlier in some of the characteristics of being responsible. And we use the power of our word to direct our lives to truth and love. The second agreement or principle is that we don't take anything personally. The idea behind this is that what other people do is nothing to do with us. Whatever they say or do is generally a projection on their own reality or their own worldview. And they are projecting that onto us. When we truly understand that whatever people are doing is usually based off of their own issues, self-esteem, or many other factors they could be applying in their lives. And that's why things seem like they're directed towards us, but they really are not. This is a really key element, because if there are any of the principles that you can follow of these agreements, I think number two and three are probably the most profound and can make the biggest difference in our lives. So number two, again, is that we don't take anything personally. The third agreement or principle is that we don't make assumptions. This really centers around communication. Finding the courage to ask questions to express what we really want to an individual. We need to communicate with that individual as clearly as we possibly can to avoid any misunderstanding. This is where a lot of times where people will find drama in their lives or problems because they make assumptions of what somebody else was stating or wanted. And this is where we have to be absolutely crystal clear on what it is that we are wanting in our lives. I believe that out of all of the four principles, if we did just this one, we would make significant changes in our lives. The fourth agreement or principle is that we should always do our best. Now it's important to remember that my best today may not have been the same best as 10 years ago or 10 years from now, because our skills change, our competencies change, and our abilities change through life. The key takeaway here is that whatever we do, whatever we apply ourselves to, that we do our absolute best because we are actually achieving our perfection if we reach our own potential and do the best job we can possibly do. As I said, this will change through our lives and as we grow, we continually learn to do better and better as we move forward. The key takeaway here is that whatever it is that you're doing, no matter how small it is, if you apply 100% of your abilities to it, you will truly achieve your own personal perfection. Thank you for listening to Skills in the Key of Life podcast series. This was episode number three. At Skills in the Key of Life, we believe that your life is extraordinary, and we want to help you reach your full potential. We will be back next week for episode number four. At Skills in the Key of Life, we wish you a very blessed week.